0: Hello, welcome back to another episode of Always is Covered,
1: the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Alex. I'm very excited because I just bought myself the Netaporte advent calendar for Christmas.
0: I saw. Very 10% exciting. off
1: using the code FIRST10 because I was tossing up between Netaporte and the cult beauty, and I still think the cult beauty would be more fun, but I think I'll get better wear out of the products in the Net-a-Porte. One, I didn't like fully spoil it. I'll forget by December, but I did look at what was in there.
0: And I kind of hate that. It's like if you're buying it for yourself, you do need to. You need to know what you're getting because mm. you need to know if you like it. But then I do find it a little sad.
1: Yeah, it does spoil the surprise for sure. Mm. I didn't look in in detail. I was just kind of like, this is the broader array of brands that I'm going to get. Yeah. I could get the 10% off code using the first 10 on the Net-A-Porter one, which took it down to like 370, I think, plus the free express shipping, plus the luxury Net-A-Porter packaging. I was like, your girl likes things bougie. This is really ticking the boxes. Whereas the Cult Beauty, you can't use the first 15 discount. I tried it and that was what sealed the deal for me.
0: Nice. Do you get the Net-A-Porter packaging? I never do. I do the sustainable option every time. Sometimes.
1: I was going to ask you about this, actually, because I had a Mecca delivery this week and I got the sustainable packaging and sometimes I surprise myself and I don't get the sustainable packaging and it's like a treat. It's like a gift to me to be like, yeah, <laughs> enjoy this luxury experience. And that's how I feel about the next to If I'm spending $360 on an advent calendar, I would like the luxury packaging. Yes.
0: Yeah, I totally get it. And I get that it makes it feel like a gift and I would get it if I was buying a gift for someone else. But I feel like it's even harder to break down like the luxury packaging. Don't make me feel bad. That's, no, not like break down in the like landfill. I mean, break down to put into my recycle bin and like I will do anything to avoid breaking down boxes. Mm.
1: Do you know what I've been doing? Collecting all of my small size boxes for our surprise potential Gift offering that we're going to be doing for the podcast in December. I'm collecting boxes for that.
0: That's clever. I was just thinking things would go in satchels, but that's a much better idea. Also, I could probably collect that many boxes in one week in a in a manic week. So
1: yes, this is true.
0: <laughs> good, good thinking, Alex. How was your week? Um, fine. I can't think of anything I've done. I have been doing a lot of. My friend laughed at me and said that the visual of this is hilarious, but I've been doing a lot of um, training with Biddy where I throw balls into bushes and then she has to sniff them out. Yeah. And so there's me like at the park throwing balls into long weeds mm. and then like hiding behind things <laughs> and like as to not give it away and like watching her sniff it out and then being like yes bitty yes. <sighs> so I've been like a bit weird, bit weird this bit week. Bit crazy dog like, lady. Yeah, absolutely that vibe, but that's been fun. For people that don't know why, I'm seeing if Biddy is suitable to go to the army to be a detection dog. So she's really good at sniffing out balls, guys. Really Toast
1: good is as well. I actually can't explain it to you. And my girlfriend saw it because I went for a walk with them on the weekend. And Toast found a ball out of nowhere, as she tends to do. And we were walking along and she was like friggin' slagging everywhere from her mouth because she's carrying this ball for kilometers. And so I put it, <laughs> I took it off her and I put it in a bush. And we happened to double back around on that route. Full. And I could see from the look on her ears, from behind her, that she was like honing in, like a radar ball. <laughs> on that ball. And I went, and the girls were like, "Do you think she knows?" I was like, "She a hundred percent knows. Like, does she smell it, or can she remember?" I was like, "I'm, I think it's probably, probably both. both, but I think yeah. she remembers." And I so I let her off the lead, and she went straight to the ball. <laughs> they were like, "That is incredible." <laughs> anyway. Honestly,
0: we don't deserve dogs. They're incredible. Love Other things. than yeah, <laughs> being like dog lady in my. Tr- tracks and this is what Alice said when she's laughing going I can just see you throwing balls into bushes in your gumboots like yes I was I was in a big oversized dogs for jobs charity jumper with gumboots and I actually today I had my t-shirt on back to front and inside out that was a new low (laughs) Spatial awareness deficits and greasy hair mainly this week I would say has existed around a having a crisis that my hair is long and limp and disgusting Mm. and b having a crisis every time I use my downstairs powder room I find 10 gray hairs because the lighting in there don't ever use it
1: I'll never use it you can't make me go
0: in there but yeah we're graying prematurely because
1: of lockdown I'm sure of it
0: I'm absolutely sure of it. I can only find them in one spot which gives me hope that it's going to be a cool stripe but I know it won't be it'll be sparse and shit and like I won't be able to rock it if I go in one stripe like Claire Safford's I'll take it
1: yeah I saw my mum on the weekend it was like fiddling with her grey hairs because I wanted to feel them and my suspicions were correct in that her grey hairs are very soft like mine are and everyone says to me they're not grey because they're not hard and wiry. Mums aren't hard and wiry so I'm definitely grey.
0: That's very interesting. Isn't it weird that grey hairs are a different texture? Like why? Because the colour is different. Is the texture different? Brenton is like probably like maybe eight percent grey mm. and his grey hairs are straight. And his hair is so curly and they stick out. It's going to become
1: a problem when it gets to 50-50.
0: Oh my God, he looks like a psychopath and he doesn't let me pluck them. And he's got a couple right at the front of his hairline and they like dangle down to his eyebrows. I'm like, Brenton, you have to let me get that. But because it's at the front of his hairline, he's so concerned about the recedingness. He's like, do not touch the hair. One, he doesn't want me to pull any of them out. Two, not near the front line. Like that is <laughs> their frontline workers. They are really trying to conceal something there.
1: They're the most important in the healthcare system, holding up everything else. Legit. If those legit. soldiers fall, the whole thing's cooked.
0: <laughs> How also this news uh, this week that nurses are getting and healthcare workers are getting $60 extra per hour or was it per shift? I think it was think. per shift for the proper like COVID ward nurses and yeah. oh my God. Incredible. Isn't it just weird hearing that like people that actually deserve money are getting money?
1: I know. I couldn't believe it that, And I read it and there was like someone created a nurse created a petition and it got 50,000 signatures and then it happened. And I was like, are you actually kidding me? That's how it happened. Like, I'm so glad that it did. Yeah. It, it seems otherworldly, but you it know, a, a community thing managed to get past as a legislation or like oh a reward crisis payment whatever it's called whatever wild yep. oh my god I also didn't touch on the fact that I spent three days of the last week painting three. Oh yeah three days of my life was spent in a laundry painting walls and the worst part is that's only one room I have one
0: five rooms in a hallway to go you know hallway week is hell week if it's like the block also the laundry is the smallest room yeah, I know. I know. And one of the
1: walls in the living room is like mocha brown, which is going to take at least four coats. Ew.
0: That's genuinely like what a whole month's worth of painting. I begged if Adrian. You... I begged him to let me use a painter. I know. It's Not
1: a whole cut month out for it. I know it's a whole month. It's going to take the rest of my life we're going to finish painting and then move out and it's going to yeah. feel like such a fruitless task.
0: Uh because then the new area. owners are going to come in and go, oh, look at paint and it'll be
1: fine. <laughs> They're going to be like, wouldn't you just love a blue feature wall in this room? And I'm going to be like, no, it's white. <laughs> no. Uh,
0: now let's actually go into beauty news.
2: Uh, that's the tea on that.
1: First up in beauty news this week, can we talk about, I don't know how she's made it to news twice in two weeks, Jaclyn Hill's new marketplace venture. I don't know what this is. <laughs> so Jaclyn Hill this week, we thought Jacqueline Roxanne was coming and then she frigging curveballed us and was like, psych, I've launched a marketplace. And what it is, is it's called I'm in it, as in I'm so in it. But like I am I N I T and it looks like imminent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupidest word ever. And it is a practically a QVC. It's an online store where she's selling other people's brands in America. So she's becoming a distributor of some of her favorite brands. And there's four brands to start with a candle brand, loving tan for the U S the skincare brand that she says has changed her skin. And she's been raving about it for eight years. Can't even remember the name of it and something else, which has slipped my mind. So at first I was like, Oh, I mean, everyone's doing this drop shipping model, right? Where on a Shopify site, you can basically drop ship products from other Shopify sites if you want to. And like, if you have like a trade partnership thing happening and I thought oh yeah it's a bit weird for her to do that but sure why not no she's a has a warehouse she's now holding stock of all of these brands and I just find mm. it to be a bizarre deviation and also who made Jacqueline the queen of logistics I don't understand anyway mm. that's all I have to say about it. she also said Jacqueline Roxanne is coming guys but like this is first so who knows when we're getting the fluffy robes
0: Interesting. Well, I feel like that's what Morphe started doing, right? Remember when we were like, when did Morphe become not a brand but a distributor?
1: Yeah. And now
0: she's queen of logistics because she's copying what Morphe's doing.
1: Yes. It's just all a bit strange though. And the website is heinous. Like, sorry, Jacqueline, I could have built a better website than that.
0: I'm going on the website now. Please hold in three, two, Jesus Christ.
1: It's awful.
0: She made this on Pixo? Yes.
1: Yep. I believe so. (laughs)
0: Thanks, I hate it.
1: I hate it. I don't want to shop from that.
0: Oh, she's stocking slip though, which is interesting. Slip is in slip, silk as in the right. hair ties that we love from A Beauty that we got. Also, I'm going to mention that later on in this episode.
1: Mm. What? Slip? A Beauty? Who knows? Yeah.
0: Okay, great. Slip. Let's
1: go. Next up in beauty news, RMS was bought
0: this week by a company called Highlander Partners. Interesting. I wonder if that is because RMS herself is getting crazy. Oh, sorry. Crazy? (laughs) Yeah, no, crazy. Have I told our listeners about the time I got brunch with RMS? I don't think you have,
1: but could you please enlighten everyone? Are we going to get sued for it? Maybe, but go on.
0: No, no, no. I won't go into like the big details, but she's very, like, just me, RMS, like two other people. What's her name? Rose Marie Swift. Yep. We had to move cafes because they didn't have something that she needed, which is fine. She's just very like American like that. But she only drinks bottled water. And she's like such a conspiracy theorist. And she kept like being like, what's your sign? And I was like, I don't know. And she was like, well, message your mum right now and ask your birth date and time. And I'm like, oh, I'm a third child. She doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was a dismal mistake. Anyway, very intense. So I feel like I, I know her. Anyway, yes, Highlander
1: Partners bought RMS and it was for an undisclosed sum. I'm sure it will get leaked at some point, but we don't know. And the CEO of RMS is staying within the company, but is moving into a chief strategic officer role. Let's see who else they own. That's important for us to know. Mm. Mm -hmm. They're an investment firm, obviously, and their portfolio includes fucking no one. Lots of food brands, some like med tech looking brands, RMS and no one in beauty so this will be interesting love that
0: very interesting I was thinking perhaps it was done purely to um sort of I don't know if people are aware of the cuckooness of RMS but I thought it might be like a bit of a KVD situation where they're trying to sort of remove the founder from the company could be
1: I'm sure more details will will come in time great Next up, you wanted to talk about Lisa Eldridge's new foundation.
0: Oh, yes. I just thought it was interesting. Lisa Eldridge has launched <laughs> launched, <Lanced>. launched, a <laughs> foundation. It, it comes in 40 shades and she has said that it is not shiny but not matte. It is a soft satin skin-like finish. So I guess the perfect kind of foundation to start with right down the middle. Yes, Very makeup artist friendly because you can glow up or sheer down. I just love Lisa Eldridge, and mm. this is an annoying formula because you know who it would be good on? Probably Buddy Elizabeth Makeup Artist, but it won't be good on us because it will be matte and dry on us. It'll be like the Shiseido
1: Synchro Skin.
0: Yeah, or like maybe a Dior Face and Body.
1: Yeah, which I still don't hate, but anyway,
0: yeah. No, that's what I'm thinking anyway. So excited mm. to see what it's like. What, again, probably won't buy it. But. Oh, it's called the you, Seamless,
1: just, Seamless Skin Foundation for anyone wondering. Next up in beauty news, Kristen Dior has named the new creative director of their perfume line, and it is Francis Kurkdjian. Is that how we pronounce his name? Yeah, Kurkdjian. Curd- he is obviously the nose, the fragrance, the mastermind, the artistic director, I believe, and creator of Mason Francis Kurkdjian, which is an iconic fragrance brand in itself. Uh, And, yeah, he's been brought into Christian Dior to lead their fragrances, which will be very interesting. Maybe they're going to be smelling delicious in the future. Maybe they want to charge more. Who knows? Perhaps. Do you know that Courtais-Jean was only 25 years old when he composed his first men's fragrance and it was Le Mal by Jean-Paul Gaultier? Do you think
0: I would have known that?
1: No, but that's what launched his career.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, fun fact of the
0: day. How old is he now?
1: I have no idea how old he is. Do you want me to Google it? Yes. Okay.
0: I imagine him to be 54.
1: You are so close, he's 52.
0: Huh. What was that other game that we played that would have been really bad for the listeners but I was close every time? <laughs> that's the year that a
1: product launched.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: We tried a few games for a while there and they really didn't stick, did they? (laughs)
0: They didn't stick. Great fun for us, though. God forbid we have fun.
1: (laughs) What's next? Next up is the New Biologique Research Microneedling Patches. Now, they don't sound exciting as a microneedling patch. However, these microneedling patches are for pigmentation. So they are directly targeting hyperpigmentation and pigmentation with their little microneedles into the skin. It's meant to be a more direct method, apparently. They're called Ufill Pigum 400, which sounds like (laughs) the name of Grimes' baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So they've got little microcones in the patches that are made with hyaluronic acid and apparently... They're capable of penetrating into the deepest layers of their epidermis, which I'm not sure about. Um. (laughs) That would be very deep. But maybe. It is biologic research, so I do trust them. Anyway, the needling technology delivers the active ingredients into the skin. They say they're irritation-free and that you need to use them for a whole month to see a result.
0: A whole – and how big are the stick? Like, what? I think that's just a – big old gimmick so you've got like one dark spot and you need to put one sticker on every single day i mm. hate this just make it in a serum this is the
1: worst also it says there's only 17 units in the packet i think so you're obviously not using one. Them daily for a month what a weird number i hate that well, it must have been what fit in the box yeah but no 17 that's Wait, the worst. let me zoom in on this picture
0: Twelve I seventeen?
1: I, I can't it's it's so small. Twelve or seventeen, I'm not sure.
0: Okay. Um I despise this idea. I would have preferred they brought out a bomb serum with mm-hmm. a facial roller. This seems wasteful in money, in packaging, in time. Thanks, I hate it. Next.
1: Finally, in Beauty News this week, Lalabo City exclusives have ended. However, they have brought out a new fragrance called the Matcha Twenty Six, which is meant to be like Geik, which is the other Japanese inspired. I think it's the like city exclusive for Japan from memory. Lisa doesn't know. Great, uh, and I don't know a
0: single thing about city exclusives except that I don't think they came this year. They did. COVID. Oh,
1: they were they were in the Lalabo store.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. I see.
1: So apparently, it's brighter, obviously, has notes of matcha. And they say that it sounds, smells a little bit like uh, diptigs Philosicos, which I thought. Figgy. Yes, that's exactly what I thought. I went, so it's got fig in it, but they're talking about how it's got cedar and vetiver. And well, I was like. I guess
0: matcha is that like not a little bit like earthy grassy? And I guess maybe figgy is a little bit like that. Yeah, so know. it's got
1: matcha, fig, bergamot, bitter orange, sesame, which interesting, cedar wood, sandalwood, Ooh. and vetiver
0: oh, my God, I actually want to smell that. Mm. Anytime I put sesame oil in a pan, you know how people, there's the meme that's like the recipe for that smells good and it's just onion and garlic in a pan. Mm. Anytime I put only sesame oil in a pan, Brenton's like, what are you cooking, love? Smells great. And I'm like, there's oil in a pan. (laughs) So maybe he would like to smell like sesame oil. Potentially. I worry that it would be too green, but... I'm,
1: I'm, I'll smell it when retail opens in two weeks and it's sold out.
0: Oh my God. I think we should both take a day off work when retail opens, but it needs to be open to a capacity that like we can have fun and we're going to go like Chadston down Armadale. We can like go for food in Windsor on Chapel street or something. This like sounds just so fun. Full like get in loser. We're going shopping vibes.
1: Yeah, let's do it. I'm here for it. Yes. Okay, great. That's the end of beauty news this week.
0: Okay, fabulous. Next up. We have a laquo. <laughs> Seamless. <laughs> this one comes from Abby. Abby says in a voice note that I wrote down, very stressed, trying to dictate. I woke up this morning and I had a Pilates class at 10 a.m. in the park. So I splashed my face with water and moisturizer and I put sunscreen on because it was outside. So then I come home and have my shower. Do I need to oil cleanse and then normal cleanse and then put the rest of my serum on? But then is it too much to double cleanse then and double cleanse at night? What do I do? And I would like to add in then another awkward circumstance with daylight savings coming in. What about when you've had a shower, maybe after your afternoon walk or something like that, or you've worked out and you have a shower and you sort of want to do your nighttime routine, but it's like maybe six o'clock and there's like still sunlight coming in, or you might like walk the dog later at like seven and you're like, do I need to have sunscreen or can I like put my retinol on? And then what do I do? What do we do? And that's the end of that segment. (laughs) No one knows. Well, I just thought there's no real hard and fast answer here, but I I did have a think about what I would do in Abby's situation. I'm going to tell you what I would do, and then you can tell me what you would do.
1: Yeah, I know what I would do already.
0: Okay. Firstly, what I would probably do is serum and then sunscreen, and that's it for Pilates. I'd come home, and rather than doing a double cleanse with my oil cleanser and, like, a cloth because that's a faff. I'd probably just do a quick double cleanse with my second cleanser. So I'd do like a double Dr. Dennis situation because I don't care if everything's off because I'm then going to reapply sunscreen and put stuff on and then I'm going to cleanse later. So it's not the end of the world if it's not perfectly clean slate, but I want to get the sweat off. Mm. And then I would do my full routine. And then later in the afternoon, I would make sure that I did a double cleanse because I know I've got multiple layers of sunscreen on.
1: mm. This is the time for me to expose that I'm a dirty bitch and say that I would do my full skincare and sunscreen routine, followed by makeup, then I would go do Pilates in the park. I would come home, change my clothes, and then move on with my day.
0: That also doesn't allow you to reapply throughout the day. Because I know you like you wouldn't, would you? What if you were then to go for a walk in the afternoon?
1: No, I probably wouldn't reapply. I'm a bit naughty like that. If I was going to be out and like spending a significant amount of time in the sun, like if I was going to a bar god forbid later that day with outdoor dining and I wanted to drink a few beverages under the sun I would first of all wear a hat and Mm. second of all would probably smoosh sunscreen into my foundation all over my face and then reapply my cream bronzer (laughs) yeah
0: it's just just a real powder over the top just to pretend nothing ever happened
1: it's a real mess up in here but yeah that's exactly what I would do no shame
0: and then how do you feel about the nighttime situation? I feel like potentially, and I probably need a fact checker, but I feel like generally the UV after like 6 p.m. is not going to be that much and I could probably get away with doing my nighttime routine and just wearing a cap.
1: It's very low at that time because my yeah. Apple Watch tells me. So usually okay. it's like quite low first thing in the morning, like around a 1 and then the same in the afternoon. Because
0: I do feel like sometimes like I – tricky i feel like i've been burnt or like got color in in that time of the day before but i guess Mm -hmm. it's i feel like that's deceiving because sometimes it feels sunny because it's like like golden glow and whatever but it's not actually that high Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't Mm want to i don't want to have to shower a hundred times and wash my face a hundred times
1: me either no one does
0: no one does let us know what you would do in the awkward workout sunscreen situation
1: Yeah, I think there's no right or wrong answer as long as you are applying sunscreen at some point. Yeah. Everything else is up to choice.
2: The number one financial destination, YahooFinance.com.
1: Dang, these products are so good. What's the deal? What is your beauty fave this week?
0: My favorite this week is the La Clinica Deep Hydration Moisture Cream. Again, which Alex bought. Yes, again, and it's yes. I'm repeating it, but it's kind of for a different purpose this time. Okay. So Alex had it, and I was like, okay, I'm living without it. You know, I lived before it. I can live without it, mm-hmm. but then Alex returned it, and then that night I used it, and then the next day I woke up and I was like, damn, I'm so hydrated. And we had one hot day here mm. on Tuesday. It was 20 degrees, and the second it gets above 18 degrees, Alex can back me up here. My upstairs, whew, so hot. She hot. He never leaves. So my bedroom gets very hot, and me and Brenton are hot sleepers anyway. So as soon as it gets warm, we sleep with pretty much fan and air con on every night. Whoa, which... your
1: electricity bills, my friend.
0: Yeah, I know. I got my water bill this week and it said that we were a household of four.
1: Yeah, our gas bill always says that we're a household of four. Rude. <laughs>
0: the worst. Anyway, basically we're stewing the most dehydrating room that you could ever do. Mm. I feel like everyone's always like, oh, winter, like heating on, you get so dehydrated. For me, it's the reverse it fans like directly above my head and it's literally just like wafting dry air into my face. And so mm-hmm. I always wake up parched, but I didn't with the La Clinica because it's so like rich and locks everything in and it's literally the best barrier cream ever. Yeah. Remember I... when we talked about slugging, you don't mm-hmm. need to slug with this. This is like slug light, slug beta, slug, you know, every slug day. alpha. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Slug every day. Nice. My beauty fave is also a repeat this week. My beauty fave this week is the Aesthetics RX Ultimate Serum. It's the Exfoliating AHA Serum. Oh, yeah. I truly think that it's changed my life. I don't think my skin has been so happy for so long in the last two years. Like I genuinely feel like I'm in my skincare groove because this product has entered my life and I plan for it to never leave and I will buy it until the day I die or until my skin changes dramatically probably when I have a baby or post baby and then I have to start from scratch, you know?
0: Yeah, it's my worst nightmare.
1: Same, same. But I've just been so breakout prone and so pimply and textured and dry and I've just – there's been nothing that I've found. Like I use such beautiful – rich nourishing products but nothing seemed to be working for me and the inclusion of this AHA serum has changed my life and my skin so that's my second pep talk for that product and I also wanted to give a soft shout out to the Avec serum Mm -hmm. you don't know what you got till it's gone my
0: friends yeah we learn this the hard way by sharing product
1: that's exactly what has happened. I don't know if I want to talk about it in too much detail. because Don't do it. Okay, great. We're going to hold back on that, but it's my beauty fave this week. Okay,
0: I have yet to try it. I'm so sorry.
1: That's fine. Just fucking try it
2: already. <laughs> Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo.
0: What is your non-beauty fave this week?
1: Oh, my non-beauty fave this week is this book. It's called The Paper Palace. It's by Miranda Cowley-Heller. It's a ginormous book, first of all, for a fiction. like I'm so glad you're into fiction now. I'm not into fiction now. This is the first fiction that I've picked up and enjoyed. I've bought at least five books in the last two months, and this is the first one that I've actually gotten sucked into. It tells the story of a woman. I can't, I'm not spoiling anything because it happens in the first, like, ten pages. Uh, It's like a long-term love affair. A woman is into her childhood sweetheart, best friend, and she's married and he's married and they have sex one night. And it tells the story of that day leading up to that moment, but also simultaneously tells the story of her childhood and like her life involving not like her from birth up until like he comes into the picture and so it's telling like two stories that then converge it's saucy and it's sexy Ooh. and i love the relationship between her and her mum because she's like a grumpy old witch and it's the best and it just feels super relatable and like almost like it's <laughs> that's not the right word <laughs> it feels Almost like it's real. Yeah, yeah, In every way. Like you're in it. Yes. It's very captivating. Anyway. Good word. I really, yeah, I really like it. And I think everyone would really like it as well. Like it's the kind of book that you could easily share around with all your girlfriends and everyone would be into it and love it, I think. Mm, That's Mm. fun.
0: Can I borrow it when you finish?
1: You may, yes.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I'm super glad uh, that you're reading some fiction because I try so many times to read nonfiction and if you guys could only see the conks working in my brain to make sure that I'm using the correct term
1: you're doing so well
0: thank you I just can't I was I was watching someone's YouTube video might have been Emily Mariko and she was like someone slap me if I think I want to read like another self-help book like you with your Brene Brown and all of your like beautiful like mindfulness books and shit. I just can't. I mm-hmm. can't. If I wanna read, it's because I want like something kind of like light and trashy to like escape into and it's like watching a TV show or a movie or something. Like I can't be like, oh yes, and da da little The only like exception to that I have is like sometimes like neurosciencey books that get yeah. me in. But that's because it's like fun. And like freakonomics. But like Otherwise, no, can't do it.
1: You know what it reminds me of? Big Little Lies. It feels like that kind of vibe. It feels like a book that Reese Witherspoon will pick up and turn into a movie or a short TV series.
0: So I've got two. Mm. They're both self-care moments. What? One is a slip, pure Silk sleep mask. I don't know how everyone else washes these because mine is now like a weird crushed silk because I think I just put it in the washing machine and it came out. And it was like not shiny silk anymore. Yeah, don't do that. Don't like the feeling of touching this. It makes my feels a bit microfibery and it clings to all of the dryness on my hands. However, I actually prefer the feeling on my eyes because you know how sometimes silk, like satiny silk, it almost feels like cold and a bit like creepy wet. Mm. Anyway. Do you use wear masks? a sleep mask to bed? Hell no. Not to bed. However, if I've had a shit night's sleep and I was using this, this is like an old fave, but like it's still going. Mm. When it was just prior to daylight saving switching over mm. and the sun was rising at 5am mm. and I was having a shit sleep and then I would wake up and be wide awake at 5am, this is a godsend. one blocks out the darkness too. I kind of love that tiny bit of pressure on your like eyelids. Mm. I feel these are really great as well when you have a headache. Mm. I just I, and there's something about the motion of like pulling something over your eyes that says like go to sleep nap to me. Like it's mm. you're not meant to be sleeping but you need to sleep right now and I just love it. It mm-hmm. works Anywho, My second is magnesium baths. Huh. that's so unusual for you. Why? I know I've had like three baths in the last three weeks um I've literally barely exercised since the fun run because Mm. I couldn't walk for like two days but magnesium baths are so lovely and helpful and like a lovely wind down time and then I did a little like hit workout and then again the next day I couldn't walk because (laughs) apparently when I'm not doing regular like strength exercise my body literally has no strength and I Mm. die the next day yeah and I just feel like a magnesium bath is so nice and then you like get into bed all cozy and dreamy and delightful that's how I feel
1: after every bath so I'm glad you can finally relate a little bit
0: yeah but the thing with a magnesium bath that I like is that I'm kind of starting to conquer the thing of like my boobs floating on top of the water with no bubbles I like that I can just get in like a salty bath whereas Mm. I feel like when I'm trying to have a bath normally, I'll be like, okay, like let me do some bubbles and let me do this. And then I come out and I feel like my vaginal pH is through the roof mm-hmm. and my skin is itchy and I feel all dry after and stuff, whereas I feel like I come out of a magnesium bath, like it, it fulfilled its purpose.
1: You really need to buy it like a milk bath powder and I think that would maybe tick all of the bathing boxes that you require. There's just nothing. Skin after a milk bath is Soft and supple and like a baby's bottom.
0: Well, I actually really enjoy doing like a shit ton of cheap salts from like Amazon or The Chemist or whatever. Mm. And then I do a little bit of the Frank Sleepy one because that has like a really oily residue too and it makes you all sleepy. And that to me is like the perfect concoction. Fair enough. I like it. Winner. Just took it to my veins! Uh, What's your snack this week? My snack is... Mushrooms. Okay. I'm a hit and miss girl with mushrooms. I went like 21 years not liking mushrooms. Then I liked mushrooms. Then I had a hard moment of my life where like the smell of a mushroom would wake me shit myself. And now I can tolerate mushrooms again, which is great. Mm-hmm. Now, I do not like a bad mushroom. A bad mushroom is the worst mushroom. And the key for a delicious mushroom is you need to put them in the pan with quite a little bit bit of butter yeah do like a lot of butter and then I do a little glug of garlic infused olive yep. oil and then you put them in the pan yep and then you don't touch them yep for like eight minutes on a very low them. heat
1: and you just let them soft. oh
0: I do like medium high but whatever wow. mm-hmm. you're not allowed to touch them you cannot touch them and then you flip them and they actually have brownness on them and mm-hmm. then you can like give them a little jiggle yeah while I'm doing this The first time I was doing this, Brenton comes over, has not helped with a single other thing. I've got a hundred pans going and he comes behind me and he grabs the, picks up the mushrooms and shakes the pot. And I just screamed. I was like, stop it. It's the one thing that you have done to help and you've actually hurt this situation. Like, what are you doing? Do not touch the fucking mushrooms.
1: Adrian thinking that he's being helpful by standing in the kitchen, but actually just standing in the center of the kitchen like, it's kind of like awkwardly flailing back and forward, watching what I'm doing, but actually just standing in the way.
0: Is, is it better though? Because that at least hasn't done any harm. Certainly not helpful, but no harm. Brenton did harm. Oh. But he also does that. We hate anyway, them. <laughs> we hate them. Like, literally, why are they in our lives? Anyway, the best, I love a golden, deep brown mushroom. No rubberiness there. It has delicious flavor and no mm-hmm. weird squeak. Squeak is for halloumi and halloumi only.
1: Ugh, I don't even like Miss squeak. But, yep, I'm hearing you. Here. I, I also enjoy really? a mushroom. I had a mushroom risotto this week.
0: Ooh. See, yeah. Hmm. Sometimes mushroom risotto was too mushroomy for me.
1: You have to really overpower it with thyme and butter and stock. Yeah. And parmesan. <laughs> a, a lot of parmesan. And I put Meredith in it as well. Parmesan and yes. Meredith. Mm. Yes.
0: Delicious. Do you, in a mushroom risotto, though, so the last time I made it, I used like dried puccini mushrooms and button mm. mushrooms, and then I used that as stock. But then, of course, that made like the greyest, mushroomiest broth. Should I have just used delicious chicken stock?
1: Mm, 100%. Or like even vegetable stock. Happy with yeah. either. Mm. Okay. I don't like a dried mushroom. Anyway, we could talk about mushrooms forever, but we're not going to. My snack this week is tiny fun-sized Snickers bars. Wow.
0: Adrian, you know, mean, like the I'm... packet that you buy of 12?
1: Yeah, Adrian bought a bag of fun size Snickers, a bag of fun size summer rolls, and a bag of s- tiny bags of Skittles this week. I don't know why he he wrote himself Yum. a shopping list and it said it was like butter, something yummy, orange juice, something yummy, something yummy to drink. <laughs>
0: oh. I was like, the orange juice is not yummy. Fuck, I hate you, Adrian. Just go
1: to the supermarket, please. And then he comes home with all of that, and he was like, I I foraged and I brought home snacks, and I was like, oh dear
0: Jesus Christ um Snickers remind me what's in it is there no nougat in a Snickers there is but it's gluten-free
1: wild why I made Snickers sliced instead of Mars yes. bar sliced not too long ago
0: mm. yes also your pickled so daikon it's...
1: another soft snack oh, this yeah. week really yummy Adrian really liked it too okay this is getting boring thanks guys please leave us a review if you haven't left us one we've been a bit dry on the review front and it's a bit awkward for everyone involved <laughs>
0: That's so awkward. Please just put us out of our misery.
1: And also on Wednesday, you'll be listening to a mini episode that we've recorded with Georgie, a.k.a. Conceiving It All, and we are very much looking forward to releasing this mini episode and hope that you enjoy it.
0: Hope you enjoy it too. By the way, it's not a mini episode. It's going to be effing long. So for all of you that want two long episodes a week, here you go.
1: Blessings. Bye. Bye.